Lecture topic. Prep for the ultimate exam. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillahi wa kafa wa salatu wa salamu ala ibadihi al-nadheen astafa. Amma ba'du fa'udhu billahi minash shaytanir rajeem. Bismillahir rahmanir rahim. وَأَمَّا مَنْ أُوْتِيَ كِتَابَهُ بِيَمِينِهِ فَيَقُولُ هَاؤُمُ قَرَأُوا كِتَابِيَهُ إِنِّي غَنَنْتُ أَنِّي مُلَاقٍ حِسَابِيَهُ فَهُوَ فِي عِيشَةٍ رَاضِيَهُ فِي جَنَّةٍ عَالِيَهُ قُطُوفُهَا دَانِيَهُ كُلُوا وَاشْرَبُوا هَنِيئًا بِمَا أَسْلَفْتُمْ فِي الْأَيَّامِ الْخَالِيَةِ صدق الله العظيم Most respected ulamai kiram, brothers and elders The ayat that we recited and the ayat that follow after is a description in the Quran Sharif about a time that will come when people will be handed out their results results are handed out when a person has finally been told after an examination that whether he has passed or whether he has failed and if he has passed, what is the kind of pass that he got? So for some, when the results come out, it's a time of great joy and happiness, time of elation. And for some, they get drowned in their sorrow and grief. So this is the general scene that unfolds when results are handed out. In dunya also results are handed out from time to time for various things, somebody in his school, somebody in his tertiary education, somebody in some other field, whatever, some exam, some interview. So then there's an end result of it, there's an outcome. Sometimes the outcome makes somebody extremely happy and Allah forbid sometimes the outcome leads some people to take some drastic measures and some commit suicide, Allah Ta'ala protect us and save us. So all these things unfold in dunya all the time. But regardless of whatever the outcome of the exam of dunya is, sooner or later one day, all that outcome of the dunya exams are going to get left behind. Somebody scored the highest marks and got the best results, distinctions and everything. But whatever that was meant to achieve, one day all that is going to be left behind. That's not going to come along forever. So while whatever a person within the limits of Shariat he is trying to do and trying to achieve in order to earn a halal living, well and good. He should work to the best of his ability to try and earn a halal living. But all these things are very, very temporary and short-lived. Now this is that time of the year when exam fever grips everyone, let alone grips the student that is busy studying for the exam or writing the exams. It grips the parents, it grips the grandparents, it grips the neighbors also, friends and associates, 
and everyone is checking how things are going and they're motivating and they're encouraging and if they hear somebody now recently two days ago somebody phoned to say that now he's feeling very down what happened one result already came out whatever he is studying in some tertiary field so he was given a supplementary for that so now he said but now I'm being encouraged I've received so many messages from so many friends and family people and all are spurring me on don't worry now it's still you got a chance and you will still make it so work hard and so many things are being done to motivate me mashallah all this is carrying on for the exams of dunya but all these exams of dunya whatever it might achieve someday for somebody but for how long but all this is meant to also make us remember that there's an exam coming further down there's an exam coming which there's no supplementary there there's an exam coming that if a person has failed that exam there's no repeats when that result comes out and that result comes out if either person made it or he didn't make it and there's no turning around so Allah Ta'ala has in the Quran Sharif in numerous places reminded us to prepare for this exam because the place to prepare is this time we have now in dunya we don't know how much we have left while we have this opportunity in dunya we have to prepare for this exam of akhirat the exam of the cover like we all are concerned about who's somebody busy with some exam so now we are also concerned because it's that brother of mine that nephew that some distant relative just some friend phoning the person motivating him encouraging him we concerned about it so that usman radiyallahu ta'ala an when he would come and stand by a grave he would weep profusely so somebody asked him that you weep so much at the grave but other aspects of akhirat sometimes are mentioned that doesn't bring the same reaction to that extent as by the grave he says yes the grave is the first station of the akhirat inna al-qabra awwalu manzilin min manazil al-akhirat this is the hadith of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam that he used to quote then that the qabr is the first manzil and the first stage of the stages of akhirat man naja fa in naja minhu فَمَا بَعْدَهُ أَيْسَرُ مِنْ If he succeeded in this stage of akhirat, what will follow will be much easier. وَإِن لَمْ يَنْجُوا فَمَا بَعْدَهُ أَشَدُّ مِنْهُ And if he failed here, he is in for a much more difficult time going ahead. So this is the first stage of concern for that exam of the qabr. That exam of the qabr which not just the paper has been leaked out, no need for any leak. it has been openly announced the paper of the akhirat of the qabr has been openly announced what is the announcement of it that there's only three questions there's three questions and what are the questions that two is openly announced that man rabbuk when the person has been laid in the qabr then he hears as mentioned in the hadith sharif he hears the footsteps of the people as they are leaving and when they have left by that time the angels come munkar and nakir and now they set him up and then they start asking him the exams comments but that exam you can't spot the answers you all know the questions and the answers 
that's not going to speak in the cover. But the three questions, only three questions, Man Rabbuk, who is your Rabb? The answer to that will be based on what kind of life a person lived in dunya. If he recognized his Rabb, and he was obedient to his Rabb, then he will be able to answer, Rabbi Allah, my Rabb was Allah, and is Allah. And if he lived a life against Allah Ta'ala's commands, rejecting Allah Ta'ala, or disobedient to Allah Ta'ala, he'll say, ha ha, la adri, I don't know, I have no idea, alas, I have no idea. And then the second question, ma deenuk, what is your deen? Depending on how he lived his life, he lived it according to Islam, he'll be able to answer. Deeni al-Islam. And otherwise, I don't know. And then, he would be asked about Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. If he emulated Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi in this life, he lived according to his Mubarak way, then he'll be able to say, that was the Nabi of Allah ta'ala, that was my Rasul, who Allah ta'ala sent as a guide to us. Otherwise, he'll say, I don't know. But the person who passed here, already the results come out, that you pass this phase. So what is, when there's a result, and accordingly there's the outcome, when he has passed, then the caller calls out, that he has spoken the truth. So now bring a bedding from Jannah for him. And open the window of Jannah into his grave. And let him enjoy the cool breeze of Jannah. And if he has all the answers what I don't know, now how far is the grave from us? Our grave, how far is it? We have no idea how close it is. We could be there before tonight. Allah knows, we have no idea. So if the person has failed in that exam of the grave, then the caller calls out, this person lied. Because he was given all the opportunity in dunya. Now he's saying, I didn't know, I had no idea. He had all the opportunity, he wasted it. Now bring a bedding of fire for him. And open a window of Jahannam into his grave. So that the fumes of Jahannam come into it. And then the grave constricts upon him to such an extent that the Nabi Wasallam explained it by means of putting his fingers, interlacing his fingers of one hand to the other and said his ribs get into the one into another like that. Allah Ta'ala protect us and save us. So now this is an exam. So while a person is preparing for exams of dunya, let alone the five for salah, he's even making nafil salah, mashallah. And he's making a lot of dua, and he's phoning around for others to make dua for him. And then without anybody asking to, parents are very fervently making dua. Even parents are making extra salah. But there's an akhirat exam as well. The exam of the qabr, and the exam of the day of qiyamah. That's an exam as well. We remind ourselves in every rakat of every salah, we recite suratul fatiha, Maliki yawmiddin. Master of the day of judgment. The day of judgment is coming. In dunya a person thinks, I do as I want. I can get away with many things. I have a lot of contacts. I'm too smart. And I got everything covered. My tracks are covered well. And I've got passwords on everything. And I'm quite secure and safe. Secure and safe from what? The akhirat not coming. Is the day of Qiyamah not coming? That exam is coming too. And on that day there will be the exam in one Hadith Sharif that a person will be asked four questions. 
every person will be asked the four questions. لا يزال قدم عبد يوم القيامة حتى يسأل عن أربعين عن عمره فيما أفنى his life how he spent it he'll be asked وعن شبابه فيما أبلى and then out of his whole life specifically his youth that time and all that strength and energy and all the vigor was there and person thought I can do as I please and I'm invincible so to say how did he spend that youth? وَأَنْ مَالِهِ مِنْ أَيْنَ اكْتَسَبَهُ وَفِيمَ أَنْفَقَهُ And then his wealth. How he earned it. He'll be asked about that as well. And how he spent it. That too will be asked. That's part of the exam of Akhirat. The Christians are out already. Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam explained it long to, beforehand to us. That he'll be asked about how he earned his wealth. Was it earned from halal sources? And was it spent in a way that earned the pleasure of Allah Ta'ala? Or was it spent in a way that Allah Ta'ala is displeased? Squandered in things. Just to make a name for oneself. To live up with others. The Joneses as they say. Or in things that are haram completely. That will become a very difficult moment then. And then one ilmihi fi maza amila fi and his knowledge how much he practiced according to that knowledge. That is the exam of akhirat. In the ayah that were recited right at the beginning, Allah Ta'ala describes what scenes will unfold on the day of Qiyamah. As you mentioned right at the beginning, when results come out, when results come out, there's two scenes. One scene is a scene of elation and joy and happiness. And Allah Ta'ala protect us and save us. People sometimes get so happy about the good result that they got in dunya, they forget Allah Ta'ala. That in order to celebrate the good result, they go and blatantly break Allah Ta'ala's commands. That is the gratitude that is shown to Allah Ta'ala. So one, one scene that unfolds in dunya when people get a result of passing is of happiness, of joy, of and another scene of grief and sorrow, but all this is short-lived, both is short-lived. But on the day of Qiyamah, Allah Ta'ala describes the scene, what will happen? The one who has passed, because he has passed, he'll be given his book of deeds, his result, his report in his right hand. Now when he's been given his report in his right hand and he's seen... MashaAllah I've passed. So he's going to be in a state of jubilation. فَيَقُولُ هَا أُمُّ كِتَابِيَا It's going to be going from person to person. Look at my report. Look at my result. هَا أُمُّ كِتَابِيَا إِنِّي وَنَنْتُ أَنِّي مُلَاقٍ حِسَابِيَا I had full conviction that inshallah I would get this kind of result. Why? Because I made the sacrifices that Allah Ta'ala wanted from me in dunya. Stayed away from haram. Didn't indulge in all the sins and vices that Allah Ta'ala has made forbidden and haram. I fulfilled what Allah Ta'ala commands were, despite all the weaknesses that we have. But the effort was there to make sure that what the commands of Allah Ta'ala are fulfilled. Five daily salah in time. And in the masjid is wajib. With jama'ah. Fulfilling all the other obligations of deen. Trying to do as much as we can to get closer to Allah Ta'ala. Staying away from sin. 
So because of that ongoing effort, there was hope in the mercy of Allah Ta'ala. That out of His mercy, Allah Ta'ala will now make me pass. He's going from person, like a person now, he got a good result in dunya, so now he's trying to make an excuse for somebody to ask him about it. He's leading the person on, he's trying to be humble, but leading the person on so that that person must ask him. So any case, he's going to go from person to person on the day of Qiyamah, and then, فَهُوَ فِي عِيشَةِ رَاضِيَا فِي جَنَّةٍ عَالِيَا قُطُوفُهَا دَانِيَا Allah Ta'ala then describes what he will be blessed with in Jannah and the wonderful ni'mats and bounties of Jannah which nobody can even imagine, nobody has heard about in dunya or seen. And then the other scene also Allah Ta'ala describes But there will be those who will be given their book of deeds and their report in their left hands which will be a sign and an indication already Sorry you failed. Now will be the time of lamenting, but what to, to no avail. How I wish I had never been given this book of deeds. I had never seen my report. How I wish I was never given this report. How I wish that when I died in dunya, that was the end of it all. Then Allah Ta'ala says, Ma agna anni maliya. Now all that he amassed in dunya, of no avail. Because he didn't pass. All that empire is of no benefit now. Halaka anni sultaniya. All his power and might, everything disappeared. And then Allah describes the very frightening scene. The angels will be commanded, Khuduhu fagulluhu. Thumma al-jahima salluhu. Thumma fi silsilatin zaru'uha sab'oona dhira'an fasluquhu. Now take him and chain him and put him into these chains and cast him into the fire of Jahannam. إِنَّهُ كَانَ لَا يُؤْمِنُ بِاللَّهِ الْعَظِيمِ وَلَا يَحُدُّ عَلَى طَعَامِ الْمِسْكِينِ فَلَيْسَ لَهُ الْيَوْمَ هَاهُنَا حَمِيمٌ وَلَا طَعَامٌ إِلَّا مِنْ غِسْلِينَ لَا يَأْكُلُهُ إِلَّا الْخَاطِئُونَ All the various things I then described. What will be the outcome? Time is already running out. So one point is that we have the main exam in front of us now. We have to prepare for that main exam. Just as we prepare so much for these small exams, and even if we are not writing, we are concerned about who's writing. And we are encouraging and spurring the person on and motivating and doing so many things. We're making dua for them also. What about the exams of our children that they're going to face in the Akhirat? One is the exam itself. In order to pass the exam, you have to study the right material. A person is writing exams in accountancy, but he's studying books in science. So now when the time comes to write the paper, what is going to write? Study the right material. And has to understand it and apply it correctly. I'd say physics exam or something, some experiment he has to do. Uh, he learned the theory, but he didn't learn how to pl- apply it. He didn't apply it at all. He'll create an explosion. So now the correct application, the correct material and the correct application. Now we have to go back and look at what our children are learning. We are very, very concerned about their passing the exams of dunya. What are they learning? This past Ramadan, one person phoned, please, what do we do? Do what? What happened? He's now a young boy, Hafiz of the Quran Sharif, such a good Hafiz that if you put him on the Musallah, he'll make 20 rakat. 
Now suddenly he phoned his family in the middle of Ramadan, studying in Cape Town, and phoned them, and he beforehand said, look, I want to have a conference call with everybody tonight at a certain time. Everybody got into that, nobody knows what's going on. And at that time now he comes onto the call, and as mentioned, half is of the Quran Sharif. But then what is the call all about? He says, no, no, I, na'uzu billah, thumma na'uzu billah. I can't live this lie any longer. Na'uzu billah, he had forsaken Islam a year or two prior already. So I was just pretending to be a Muslim. And I was just going through the motions. But now every day you're phoning me and asking me, you made sahri and you performed your tarawih and you're reading Quran. Na'uzu billah, I can't carry on with this now. So I'm making known to everybody. Why? Because he was doing some fuller cause. And the fuller cause of him, you must think very critically, you must question everything. So now he started questioning everything. And I started questioning every aspect of it.